Christopher the Mad Bad Brinkle coming at you with another episode of Bad Ball Radio. And boy, it's chilly. I can feel it now. <laughs> this game is closing in on its conclusion. And uh, I think what we're slowly going to find here is, well, not even slowly. I think it's the, the eve is upon us where we're going to see red completely get babified. So... I think uh, what we're going to be looking for here is making sure that, you know, we're entering this end game, right? After the last round, we're pretty much in a game of threes and sevens. And uh, when we look at that whole aspect of things, uh, the way that this game is loaded out, it's four versus seven. And one person has the bad ball. And so really it's, you know, you have to eliminate three to get the one. And that's how Red survives around. And really, at that point, we're just in an inevitable end. Uh, it's going to be a, a quick round, one right after another. Uh, if it does come down to it, if Red somehow survives for whatever reason. And the best hope that they have is just knocking out some votes in the hopes of maybe getting a bully vote to, to really win the game. Um, and of course, for that, they have to basically hope that they have the right person when they win that bully vote because the odds of them winning two bully votes with a low margin is very difficult um so you know in this in this game of threes and sevens i think what we're gonna see is you know a very quick end to red and for what it's worth you know we'll give credit to uh alex loke the uh the big bab wolf so, uh, you know, credit where it's going to be due, you know, it's not over till it's over, but it's, let's be honest, it's over. And uh, when we look at the way that this game played out, we're going to see it's going to be total domination. And even if they missed, it was going to be total domination. So I guess the big question at this point is, it, is it going to be the over or the under? And, uh, you know, when we look, we're going to look at what happened last night in regards to weddings. And the weddings themselves, like, it was it was a piss-poor night on strategy for both of them. But Blue didn't need to do much, right? They just needed to make sure that everybody that wet needed to wet. And if there's ever time for Wolf to not have the ball, last night would have been the night. You know, Wolf did not need the ball, did not need to make everybody wet. But, you know, sure enough, they did. And then the, the Packer wasn't much help either you know they weren't they weren't doing their best in regards to keeping their players safe they weren't moving you know the demon diapers out of the dorm for what they needed and even still you know you had too many players in that dorm for the demon to be active anyway um you know you had basically just well technically you only had two friendlies in that dorm but even still it's two friendlies to one you know enemy and it was just kind of a bad strategy, but only three people in that dorm really wet because of the bad slaves. You had the landmine go untargeted. You had, you know, everybody else outside of that dorm go untargeted. Loke targeted Rupert, who was going to wet anyway. And Rupert, who's in a diaper, was going to get bab slaved anyway. So it was a lot of kind of just stacking things up and being a little bit overboard on the way that they were hitting and they red wasn't precise 
I think Red, their heart's out of it now. They know, they know what's coming and, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard doing that final day. It's hard doing that final push and trying to fight back until the end. You know, you see, you see it at the end of every bad ball game. There's a point where the other team just breaks. They realize it's not going to work. You know, bad ball one where, you know, they're like, do we tell them who has the ball? And like, no, we don't. And then it's just, it's the, it's the slow reveal that eventually just bullies the information out of them, you know? And then you have, you know, like the, the bad ball too, where just the mere act of losing the ability ball was so astonishingly devastating to Atlas that Atlas decided, you know what? This, this game is just, it's going to go nowhere. It's going to be a slow, slow death. And it's like no chance to counter, no chance to come back. So, you know, and then, you know, you saw it in, in Bad Ball 2 again when, when Cobalt and Mia went against each other and Cobalt just kind of slowly took over that game. They, Mia put herself in a position where the the player you know one of her own players was bad slaved on day one which you know an amazing feat in and of itself but you know it was bad for team morale and they just kind of knew and they realized like we don't have a plan we don't have a strategy you know neither side really had that great of a strategy but you know luckily you had you know players who on you know cobalt's team who just were able to pick up the reins and sort of redeem themselves. Um, so those are the sort of the issues that you're, you were, you know, you see it. You just see the team break. There's a moment when they break and you hope that they don't break till later on. You know, you hope that maybe like you have a situation with like Carmine's team where they were in a position where they thought they were going to lose and then they pulled it out. They fought and they were like, Hey, we can win this. And they pulled it out. You know, so that's what you really hope for in the end. And that's often, you know, but it, it does come to a point where you realize, ah, oh, it's just impossible to lose or impossible to win. And, you know, it's, you can't take advantage of how cocky they are. It's, they are, you know, they have the ball and it's under the two minute warning. You don't have timeouts. It's basically, they're kneeling on the ball and you're just sitting there and you're, it's all that frustration, you know, the season is coming to an end. And that's, I think, what happened with Red. You know, I think it's hard to tell exactly when they lost the fighting spirit, but they did. And I think that meant Blue didn't really want to put up too much of an effort. You know, they, they you look at that strategy, it was not a great strategy, you know. The, the landmine was, you know, inspired to a degree, but at the same time, they're using their quantum. They didn't really know what they wanted to do. They could have just focused more on wedding and hoped that the, the Packer wasn't in play. Of course, the Packer was in play, but the Packer, you know, that's kind of the issue that you were looking at. Is like when you're dealing with your Packer, are you dealing with a player who is going like they're not really adding a wet they're just moving a wet in a mess and they have a lot of power in that regard but 
uh, you know, are they, are they the best man for the job? You know, are they, are they really, you know, is your packer going to earn you, you know, much in a certain regard? You know, is, is, are they going to add more chaos or are they just going to minimize it? You know, like when you're talking total number of hits, you know, with, with the adorn roll, it's kind of almost like it goes up to infinity, you know, however many players you have, you know, it's, you can do maximum damage that way. If it's a, if it's, you know, a lesser roll, like, you know, you're looking at six damage and with a packer or a quantum, you're either taking away. With a packer, you're not adding anything. You're just moving things, so you're taking away. And, you know, with a white knight, you're you're not really taking away, but you're neutralizing. And with a quantum in play, you can take away from there. So you do have a powerful combo there that neutralizes the, the packer. And, you know, I think that's kind of what happened is they didn't really add much. They didn't really do much to add much. And the Packer could have been a great play, but they weren't moving anything out of that dorm. They were just switching people. They were switching people on the same team. It's they, the, the Packer just lost the will. They weren't paying attention. They weren't focusing. And, you know, because of Loke having the ball, the, you know, the, the MVP of the losing team at this point, let's be honest with what they were uh because of that situation you you know they had the ball at the wrong point they had the ball at the wrong time you know and that just meant oh hey you know let's uh you know it did more damage to their team it did everybody got hurt everybody got targeted everybody got hurt they didn't need to you know Blue was just, hey, we just have to do X amount, you know? And, you know, the end result just wasn't good. Everybody on Team Blue, you know, most everybody on Team Blue is dry. You know, Rupert's messy, Alex is wet, and, you know, uh, not Yuka. Yuka wet, but Yuka's Team Red. Uh, you, know, it does, you know, it doesn't even matter because it's, this is such the end game right now, and this is the way that they're going. So, you know, at the end of the day, what we see is just minimal damage and it's not helping, it doesn't help Team Red. You know, the way that they're positioned, the way that they set it up, they're directionless, they've been directionless for a while, and you see Rupert, you know, looking at their plans, they've had, Red has had the right plans what it's been worth you know blue has made mistakes that red just hasn't been able to capitalize on you know they could have red could have easily ran away with this game if they were organized if they were communicating and they just didn't so you know that's that's what we're looking at we are looking at minimum damage for the round and you know that's that's just a symptom of the the poor strategy of red more than anything and you know team blue they weren't effective either, but Team Blue didn't have to be effective. So, for what it's worth, that's that's the situation that we we're looking at coming out tonight, and we're gonna look at what's going to happen tomorrow in these next few days. And 
you know, I think we're going to be looking at a victory round coming, you know, the next time we talk. I think we're going to see, you know, bad things arising, you know, to quote Credence. So, um, why don't we take a quick break and then we'll jump back into it, okay? an artist? Do you need some inspiration? Have you ever thought about drawing Rin? Rin has been drawn in all sorts of ways and it's a great opportunity for you to stretch your skills and draw a fancy character named Rin. Rin has been drawn in diapers and out of diapers. They can be drawn in a variety of locations. They've been drawn on boats, trains, I don't think they've been drawn on uh, a blimp yet, so you could be the first person to draw Rin on a blimp if you, you know, if that's your style, if that's your thing, you know. And so, if you're an artist and you're looking for something new to draw, try drawing Rin today. And we are back with more Bad Ball Radio. Now, uh. We know what happened last night. We did a quick recap of what happened last night. Everyone on red, wet. There was only four people, and it was because the demon held the ball, had the ball, and that caused everybody to wet. It caused Helen to wet. It caused... Um, Marco was targeted by Team Blue. You know, Loke wet and mess. That didn't help. Um, their quantum luckily moved that mess off of Loke, but they still wet because they moved it within the dorm. You know, they didn't target anybody outside that dorm knowing that if Loke had the ball, they would wet. So that was kind of a misstep. And then Yuka also wet through a target. So, and then what Red was able to do is they were able to just target Rupert. And then that's pretty much it. Rupert, Alex, and uh, their quantum. So it was just, it was just, it's been a mess um, Hera, Hera got targeted, that's about it, so they had three hits, red had three hits, blue had four, and that's all blue needed, and part of that was friendly fire, you know, if, if Loke isn't in that same dorm as Rupert, and Rupert gets switched with, you know, or, or if, you know, Rupert's not active, or not if Rupert's active, if, if, uh, Loke isn't active, and then they switch Rupert. Now you're talking about a different story. Rupert's hit. Loke is safe. Mark, um, you know. So you're dealing with a whole bunch of things. And, you know, it's just... It just didn't work out. They didn't have a good strategy. And now what we're looking at today is... We are looking at the ball in the hands of Yuka. The ball in the hands of Loke. The two strongest players for Team Red remaining, I should say, the two strongest players remaining, and they have two people that can be Babslaved, one person that can be upgraded, one person that can be upgraded with the Team Ball, and uh, it's not it's not great. It's not looking good, because they, they can upgrade the person with the Team Ball, but they have to bully the person with the Team Ball. So, they have to nail all of their checks today. And they have a chance of missing out on that. 
in order to help their voting count. Um, and that's, I don't think they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna miss Hera. They're gonna check Rupert, but you know, do they check Hera? Do they go for the bad slave, like the wise thing to do? I don't know if their heart's in it. I think they see the time is clicking down. They are two seconds away from midnight, you know? It's, uh, you know, we're, I mean, maybe, maybe even we're past midnight with them, you know? It's, it's the doomsday has already happened for Team Red, you know? And that doomsday scenario was Zara and Akari and all their other bab slaves. The moment that they got the two in the one day, the moment they fell down by one even, you know, that was their doomsday moment. Maybe that was Red's red's breaking point so it's kind of hard to tell but you know let's let's sort of keep moving on and let's focus on what's going to happen is they blue doesn't even need to lock in checks because they have four checks and they're just they just have to list the names they have to list the names of anybody that's not on their team and they still have their coach their coach is telling them hey these are the people you're voting for so that's it. It's game, set, and match. You're going to have two people upgraded, and then they're going to decide on who to vote for. And if they get the right person, that person's upgraded. They're going to be a bab slave, and then it's game over. So, you know, it really all comes down to what you bet on, you know? I, I was seeing people talking about the bab slaves in the, the betting room, and they were saying, oh, like, you know, the line was set at six and a half, which... If you're paying attention to this game, three are Babslaved, you have a potential of four being Babslaved, and then if they bully Loke, that's it. That's it. It's game over. You know? If they bully the wrong person, you're looking at a potential of six to eight Babslaves in this game. And the reality is, it's probably going to be closer to six. I don't think it's going to be seven. The early talk is... Loke's the target. Loke has the team ball. It's not good. I think, you know, when we're looking at the chatter that's going on in the Team Blue circles, what Rupert's saying, Rupert's saying, Loke, let's get out, let's get Loke. You know, you got one person, if they're sort of out of it, if we're talking about a person that's, you know, who's the bigger threat? The person that's there, the person that's talking, or the person that's kind of quiet? So, you know, and this is kind of why... You know, you find those quiet players, and then you can hide the ball on them during these rounds, these public rounds. And that's kind of a strategy that not most people use because, hey, you know, these people are probably going to be less informed, they're less into it, they're not really paying attention as much, but, you know, it was just kind of a bad strategy all around um, the last night, but if Blue got done what they needed to get done, you know, I think they could have mitigated some more damage if they manage to get the ball to their white knight, as opposed to, you know, really uh, any of their other players. But at the same time, their quantum, they were able to probably do more damage with their quantum, you know, which they kind of needed to. They didn't really need to need to. Uh, Marco and Loke wet, so they were going to wet. They just had to get two other people. So they just needed one target. Which is fine. They used a messy target on somebody who could have potentially had the ball. Um, but, you know, that I think that's kind of 
they're trying to use it for defense and they actually managed to get it right because you know for the most part they did cause the one thing they caused the one thing that you know blue did is they managed to target Hera and make her wet so they put her in danger of being bab slaved but other than that you know they're they're in fine shape you know they did collateral damage but they don't care they just need to survive and they just need to make sure Hera doesn't get checked and then it's no no issue you know you're not dealing with a two to five vote which is still incredibly lopsided but if you're talking about a two to six vote a two to seven vote you know it's it's game over the odds of winning that are slim to none so you know it i mean it could happen but it's not likely things are looking down for team red so i think what we're gonna be saying is we're gonna be saying rupert you did a good job and uh you communicated well and you know i think that's gonna be the, the tone of the next episode so you know i don't want to drag this on for too much longer uh we know how the checks are going to go i think you know we don't know no yet they haven't locked them in you know who knows alex could go rogue and decide hey i'm gonna check my coach you know my coach is wet so why don't i bab slave them just for shits and giggles you know they could do that and try to make it more of a sporting event take do a hostile takeover the team but that doesn't seem like alex's shtick so it's it's looking like all four of them are going to be checked two are going to be bab slaved one is going to be bullied and that person who's going to be bullied if it's loke it's game over so you know we're we're near the end but uh hang tight you know weird things happen in bad ball i'm not going to make any promises i don't think it would have to take something extraordinarily weird to for red to pull this one off but you know I'm not going to make any promises on that. Uh, but, you know, as the saying goes, you know, whether your your team, whether your players, your favorite players are, you know, whether they, whether your team wets, mets, is, or stays clean, uh, you know, it's not over till it's over until the they catch the bad ball and... Keep cheering for your team and keep your heart in it. So that's, I think, where we're going to leave off. And I'm Christopher the Mad Bab Wrinkle signing off.